That's not the right word at all. This is how unprofessional we are, but we're keeping that. Welcome, aloha, to everybody. Um, thank you for joining us on yet another episode of the Have Aloha Will Travel podcast. I am your co-host, Kevin Allen, with me as always. Catherine Todd Fox or with Hawaii Magazine. What episode number is this, Kevin? Do you know? I was trying not to say because I kind of forgot, but I'm sure it's 30. in... It's 30 now? I don't know. I'm... Every time we say a specific number, it's been wrong, um, but we're in the 30 range for sure. We broke a year. That's exciting. I know. I know. Can, can you believe that we're still so bad at this, but we've been doing it for more than a year? Because I cannot. We have a wonderful guest with us today, uh, Megan Kono. Uh, hi, Megan. Hi. How you doing? I'm good. Yeah. We're Megan is with the Hawaii Farm Bureau Federation, so she'll talk a little bit about that. But first of all, we are all in interesting locations. I was going to well, say. Well, I'm not. I'm in you're my not. living room. Yeah. But, but the two of you are. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Megan, do you want to share where you're recording from? I'm recording from our storage closet, <laughs> having all our bags that we use for farm to car, and our little poster board from Honolulu Magazine. Oh, our sister brand. <laughs> um, I'm in my bathroom because there are currently four construction projects happening in a in a radius around my apartment um there's a city one on the street there's uh one in the apartment complex that's right across from me um some guy's just doing lawn work right now um so he's running the the, the lawnmower so it's super fun and now i'm in my bathroom sitting on my toilet recording a podcast <laughs> super professional Multitasking. Multitasking. You wanted to. You should see my bathroom oh. setup right now. I've got so many wires and cables running through this bathroom right now. My cat's gonna you know be pissed. What's interesting, Kevin. This is like what a third of your entire studio square footage <laughs> yeah. in your bathroom. Yeah, it actually is. My lanai takes up. My lanai is like a fourth of my studio, and then my bathroom's a solid fourth, and then I have like a kitchen entryway that's another fourth and then I have like where my bed is so I'm really making the most out of this quarantine how's quarantining for you Megan how are you doing what, what is that oh Sorry. how's quarantining for you how, how are you how are you hanging in there quarantine is busier than ever no way like the least amount of sleep and exercise mm-hmm. that I've been getting wow, wow. Yeah, okay so tell us a little bit about what you do for the Hawaii Farm Bureau with the Farm Bureau does in Hawaii. So a lot of our listeners are people who, um, you know, travel to Hawaii often or frequently, who've lived here before. We do have a number of residents. So I think people are familiar with one facet of the Farm Bureau, which is your farmer's markets, right? So the one at KCC and um, right by Diamond Head, which is the largest farmer's farmers market, um, is run by the Farm, Farm Bureau. So can you talk a little bit about what the Farm Bureau does and what you do, and then we'll go into farm to car and other things. Yeah, no problem. So Um, I'm the Farmer's Market General Manager, so I am managing five of the Farmer's Markets on Oahu. Um, But that's just a little snippet of what the Farm Bureau actually does. Um, A lot of our resources goes towards lobbying for our farmers since they are busy, um, you know, farming in the fields and they don't really have time a lot to go to the legislature um, and to talk about and inform the the guys about about ag. So Mm -hmm. really that's our job. We're there about six months out of the year. We do the farmer's markets, we do a quarterly magazine called the Hawaii Farm and Food. 
Um, and we put on an annual Hawaii State Farm Fair every year in July. I don't know about this year, though. We'll see. Um, and that's a really fun one, like a, a really big event over the weekend, um, bringing in like 17,000 people. Oh, wow. Wow. How long have you been How with the company? You... Oh, sorry, Kat. Sorry. Go, Kevin. How long have you been um, with the Hawaii Farm Bureau of Federation? I've been here for two two years, I think. Oh, okay. That's it? No, it's been longer than two years, right? Two and a half, maybe. Two and a half, yeah. Okay. So, How many farms? And so this, so the Farm Bureau is not just like your traditional farmers. You guys have ranchers and um, different. I mean, it's not just traditional farming. So how many members do you have and, and can you talk a little bit about Hawaii's ag landscape? Like what, what do we do here? So I mean the Hawaii Farm Bureau is kind of seen as the umbrella organization representing farmers, ranchers, aquaponics, um, horticulture, landscaping. Um, so there's all these different outlets and we have about 1,800 members and um, I think about half of them, they're not farmers, but they're just people that just want to support our mission and support our local farmers. So we are statewide, we have 11 county chapters, and um, I guess a lot of it is, um, we do have about 7,000 farms, small small farms on Oahu, and of course not every single one of them are members of us, but our ag used to look a lot like pineapple and sugar cane. Mm -hmm. So now with that, you know, coming to an end, um, we've been seeing a lot more diversified ag. Wow, that's awesome. And, um, you know, I think, yeah, our, our local agriculture here is really strong and I feel like it is very diverse. Um, how is kind of, you know, it's kind of impossible to get away from the subject of COVID-19, but how has COVID-19 kind of impacted a lot of our farmers and a lot of our local growers? Yeah, so, you know, in some of our markets, like the KCC Farmers Market had to shut down, um, our Kailua one due to its demographic, um, this was basically their main source of income. Mm -hmm. So when when that shut down along with, you know, restaurants closing down or pausing and not buying, the hotel industry, sometimes, you know, I hear numbers of up to 40 to 50% of the restaurant industry um, was their, their income. So, you know, we we have to kind of think outside of the box to make sure that they can keep farming because if we if we allow them to stop, some of these farms might stop forever. Mm. So it was our priority to make sure that we keep the farmer farming. Um, that's where our Farm to Car program kicked in. Yeah, talk about the Farm to Car program because uh, that launched, what, a couple, was it a couple of weeks ago or a month ago? Yeah. April 1st was our first pickup. So we did, we launched it, I think, towards the end of, March and it was to combat you know our, our markets from shutting down so a lot of our vendors from KCC and other ones they're they're in this farm to car program and it's really helping them supplement to keep farming and to keep paying their their lease costs their water the cost of their seeds and even labor um, so we've seen a huge overwhelming positive response and actually our store is open right now and I have to watch to close it at exactly 300. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's, yeah, that's so a lot of pressure. On um, a given day, and we do have two pickups now. We, we started off at one, but because of the demand, we expanded to two days. Um, we are looking to expand to also the windward side um, pretty soon as well. But, you know, it's pretty simple. You just log on, 
and it's kind of fun. You kind of go like Amazon shopping, you really? know, just kind of click. This is what you want. And what's special about this is it's not just a set um, produce box. You know, you get to pick and choose. You get to choose a farmer that you want to support. You can get this guy's kale. You can get whole farm tomatoes. Um, so you can really, truly customize it. Wow, that sounds awesome. What? I would What's spend the way too much money like on that. For the, for, for the farm to car, I mean, is it, I mean, is it just produce or can you get value added products too? Yeah, so we have over 400 products on our store. So creating these bags are like, that's another story. Mm -hmm. But um, we have everything from produce, everything that you can think of. Um, but we also do have value added stuff. So local teas from the Big Island. Mac nuts. Um, we even have your cookies. You know, when you need your comfort food, brownies. We have scones. Um, all of the sweet stuff as well. Taro chips from Hawaiian Chip Company. Hot sauces. Um, raw vinegar from the vintage vin vinegars. Pineapple guy. So yeah, we have a bunch of different products. How are you guys packing this? So there's like. <laughs> Is it just you, Megan? Is I'm sure Megan knows more than anyone. 20 people. Oh my god. Yes. Wow. So we rely heavily on our volunteers, and they've been amazing. So the way that we pack it, um, they always drop it off the day before an actual pickup, and we have every single product has its own sign. We have a maze, and we basically put everything in alphabetical order. So it's apple bananas, Thai farmers, apple bananas, Sun Farm. So there's there may be five different apple bananas, and we have to make sure the right apple banana gets to the right customer. Oh my gosh, um, that sounds terrible. The other day, it's just like there's so much, and we don't want to limit it because um, that's kind of what our specialty is. That's kind of our niche, like allowing the customers to really customize their bags. So um, they basically we have shoppers. They they grab an invoice. And they look at it, everything's alphabetical on the invoice, and they grab their card, and they're literally going shopping according to what's on their list. Either if it's eggs or if it's sea asparagus, it's all there. Wow. How has how the community so, response been to this program? It's been overwhelming. Like, oh. everybody's excited to get on. Um, unfortunately, we have, we have over 8,000 subscribed customers to our website, and we can only help... 300 at a given time or 600 a week so we know we're, re we're not helping a bunch of people that we'd like to um, so that's one thing that we're working on expanding our capacity to do so mm -hmm. but um, the ones that have shopped on they're so excited I mean they're always posting you know like I got my order um, I got on and they're it's not that it's a competition but they compare it to getting Bruno Mars tickets <laughs> wow like, oh, wow getting Bruno Mars tickets because they can see the products and you know it's really exciting to see what what kind of stuff grows in Hawaii yeah and you can't eat a Bruno Mars ticket so yeah that's true yeah unfortunately not <laughs> oh Kevin so wait now if there's 8,000 subscribers but there's only 600 opportunities how is it like first come first serve so people are just jumping on when you open and then just trying to get in yeah, it is first come first serve right now, and we're working with the developers of the site, and they're actually based in Canada, um, to slowly expand their capacity. So this kind of they didn't they did not expect us to have so many customers. I didn't expect us to have so many customers. So um, they're working really well to get things going and to make things a little bit smoother. Because we we do realize that the site's slow or it may crash because of the usage. 
Um, but what I can recommend is that people will just, when the error message pops up, instead of clicking refresh page, which it'll empty your cart or your fridge, um, all you have to do is press the, press the X and it'll keep allowing you to shop. Oh wow. Is this something that you're maybe planning on continuing after COVID-19 is over? I really hope so. That's that's my main mission, to make this um, available, not just for COVID-19, but um, after it as well, in addition to our farmer's market. Mm. Wow. So is it helping the farm? I mean, are they, are they making back their income that they're losing at farmer's markets, or it's, it's, it's growing to that point? So the farmers that um, only do farmer's markets, this is supplementing at 100%. So wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, or even more so. Like one one farmer said, this is more than what they make at the KCC farmers market. Oh really? Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. This is amazing. But other farms, you know, other large farms, we do have like Dole Plantation on here. Whole Farms is considered a little bit larger. Of course, this is not going to make up for all their income because um, we just can't supplement that that restaurant or that hotel or that exportation cost. But um, we do, we are filling it. Not all the way, but trying to. That's awesome. And, you know, I think we have, like, a lot of, um, specifically our audience tends to be a lot of people who don't live on Hawaii, but, you know, they just have a real connection with Hawaii. Um, how can, you know, people who don't live on the island, but they still want to help support these local farms that they, you know, maybe know from their visits, how, is there any avenues um, with you guys that they can help kind of support these local farmers? Shipping to the mainland right now, I'm only aware of pineapples and papayas from the Big Island. Personally, we don't um, export or send it out to the mainland just yet, but that's kind of something that we're looking towards is making like an e-commerce page and um, allowing the the, uh, the farmer to sell to the rest of the states. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean the value-added products, right? People can buy honey and coffee and teas and other things, so that's one way to support local farmers. Just curious, do you have any interesting fun facts about Hawaii farms? I prompted you with this question. I'm assuming you talked to your boss or someone about it, but do you have any fun facts that you can share? About do you want to pull out that press I was release really here? I think of some, but I mean, the, the most surprising thing and the response that we've been getting is, are people asking us, like, what is this vegetable? I've never seen this before. How do we cook it? Um, you know, I don't cook a lot, but then I'm like Googling, like, how do I cook Chinese spinach? Throw <laughs> in soup, guys. So, <laughs> I guess the most surprising is just like really seeing how much stuff our islands can grow. Um, because I think the, the main thing that people associate with Hawaii is, of course, the coffee, the mac nuts, um, pineapples. And those are just general industries that we have, but we have so much more to offer. And I think it's kind of... Um, Besides just selling it to the consumer, this is almost like an educational piece as well. So, you know, we do say on our website, sorry if something's not available due to weather, you know, we'll supplement it with something else or give you guys a refund. So um, also educating the public, I think, is a really big part of this program. Are there a lot of um, seasonal um, availability, I guess? Like, are, yeah, I'm assuming only certain products are really available during certain times. Is that something people have to be aware of when they're ordering? Yeah, definitely. But the farmer is in charge themselves of um, updating their store. So they will put on what they have available. They will set the price. um, And they actually get 100% of the proceeds. Right now, we're not taking a single penny from them. Oh, wow. Um, 
Yeah, and I know Long Gong is coming into season and certain other fruits, so we're really excited for that. But right now we're seeing, you know, just a lot of bananas, leafy greens, daikon, um, all those kind of normal stuff. But I know they just did the first harvest of watermelon. Oh. oh. Yeah, so that's coming into season. Oh, wow. So is mango, right? Mango's coming yeah. in the summer, too. That's I'm right. excited about that. I love that's me some crazy. mango. Cat's allergic to mango. No, I'm allergic to mango flowers. Oh. Flowers? Yeah, the pollen. So, like, mangoes, mock orange. I'm thinking mountain apple and avocado because I grow those here. So, I'm walking around, like, sneezing and congested, and people think that I have COVID-19. And I want to get a shirt that says, I don't have COVID-19. I'm allergic to mangoes. But, (laughs) I don't know. Yes, people are a little weirded out about it. How are you doing with, like, the whole quarantine? You're going to work still, and you're obviously still out in the community um are you visiting farms and what's quarantine like for them and then what are you doing personally yeah so i'm visiting farms i just came back from whole farms what i what i heard from whole farms is that this is this is their normal life you know they still they still farm they're in the fields and then they just go home nothing's new they don't really go out they don't really um go out and drink or party so like to them i mean it's still quarantine they can't go out and you know maybe standing in line to get some groceries and get rice from the store may take longer but other than that they said it's business as usual they still want to keep planting they still want to provide as much local food to their um to our our folks here hopefully it may then as well um yeah. so for me i guess it's kind of the, it's kind of the same i mean i'm working more i'm wearing my mask more um <laughs> I'm wearing gloves and washing my hands like nonstop, so it's like very, very dry. But um, yeah, I guess I I do just miss going out and having some drinks. <laughs> I miss crowds in a weird way. I miss yeah. being on a street with a bunch of people. Um, my girlfriend and I have started watching videos of walkthroughs of like Japan, of like like very touristy areas, and it's just so weird to see now like big crowds of people, you know, because like, it's just, it's very weird to see that. Um, And I know the mayor, or I'm sorry, um, Caldwell, the governor, the governor? No, the mayor. The mayor. I always get those two mixed up. Anyways, um, he extended. Yeah, they look so alike, Kevin. They look exactly alike. Honestly, who even can tell? Um, He has extended the um, stay from, or work from home order um, through May. Um, And I know there's, He's talking about phases and stuff like that, but do farmers markets even have like an idea of a timeline of when they can kind of get back to normal, or is that still not even like you can't even think about that right now? You know, we we still have two of our farmers markets open, our place though, and our Melalani, where we do practice social distancing. We make all kinds of chalk marks, people where to stand, um, have hand sanitizers out for people. But as far as our other markets, like our KCC and Kailua just due to the demographic of it being more of a um, touristy one, it may take a little bit longer to go on or to um, return back to normal, but we don't really have a set date just yet. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, it's such an unclear timeline. Yeah, I mean, a lot people are getting antsy, and I hope we can open up soon, but hard to say. Mm-hmm. How are the other two farmers markets? So I know the Blaisdell, so that's in kind of just outside of downtown Honolulu, just to orient our listeners. And then what was the other one you have open still? 
Mililani. Oh, nice. Mililani. So that's out in like central Oahu, yeah. much more residential. So how are those doing and are people coming out in the same numbers or are there fewer people? You know, surprisingly, we've been seeing more people. Um, I think, I mean, it's open air, you get your vitamin D at the same time and it's definitely a lot more spaced out. So we have opened up our markets, really um, placed people or vendors far apart from each other. Um, so we've every time we've opened the market every week, it's been getting more and more positive response and more supporters. So the farmers are actually doing better than before at those markets. Oh, wow. Who would have thought COVID-19 would have had like an upside? Yeah, so many of the farmers have said, wow, Megan, I'm doing so much better be um, before COVID, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, some of them. And have you guys noticed that you guys typically have the same amount of vendors at these farmers markets, or has there been an increase or a decrease? We have the same amount. I, I'm trying really not to expand it mm -hmm. because I don't want to make it a little bit more clustered than usual. So we have been keeping it the same. Okay, that's probably for the best. I would assume. I don't know. I'm not yeah. a. I'm not a doctor, as everyone knows. I feel like I say that on every episode of this podcast. Please don't. I'm not a doctor. Um, also, I have, like, army helicopters flying overhead, Kevin. Oh, it's okay. Someone started weed-whacking during the middle of this episode, so there's going to be some extensive editing on my side. Um, but it's been when super... When is going to get better? I don't know. Podcast. I'm just going to I'm gonna work on constructing, like, a soundproof booth in my closet, um, and then hopefully we can make that work. Before anyone else starts doing some yard work, we should maybe just wrap this up, because... Um, Okay. I think I can hear someone revving up their lawnmower, and I just don't want to. I don't want to put that into the ears of our, our listeners. But um, do you have any Megan, last any shout outs, Megan? Yeah. You wanna, people where people can get information about Farm to Car or from for the Hawaii Farm Bureau. Yeah, so they can go to our website hfbf.org. Um, follow us on Instagram, Farm to Car T O, not the number two. Um, but I definitely just want to put out there that. The Farm Bureau is not just doing this Farm to Car program. This is a, a small portion of what we are doing. And a big part of our resources are going to actually purchasing from farms to, it's basically farm to nonprofit. So, you know, we're purchasing thousands of pounds of produce a week. I think this week was 20,000 pounds and donating wow. to the food bank. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So yeah we're shoot. doing that on Oahu, the Big Island, and then we're starting it on Kauai. Oh, that's awesome. Wow, that's really good. Yeah, I was going to ask how you guys were giving back to the community. Sorry, that, that, that question kind of oh, slipped my no, mind. No, no, I mean, yeah, that's that's one of the bigger the bigger parts that we're working on. Um, and that's a, it's helping a lot of the bigger farms that they can't supplement with just, like, our little farm-to-car program that we're helping 600 people a week. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, you were talking about the upsides of COVID-19, Kat. Uh, I think it's just been really great to see ways that the community have come together and everyone's helping each other out it's probably the nicest i've seen people there's uh, no upside to covid 19 for you kevin i feel like ever since this happened you have been on this downward spiral you try like being quarantined in a 300 square foot apartment <laughs> okay <laughs> it's brutal i'm recording in my bathroom i'm sitting on a toilet right now you know, this isn't the high point of my life, Kat. <laughs> it's somewhere near the bottom. And like running or surfing. Oh, or... I've been surfing a lot. Oh, he's surfing. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm surfing a lot. But that swell was, was supposed to come and it never came. 
Yeah, but it's so crowded. It's Are so you crowded. surfing, Megan? Have you been out lately? Yeah, I've been surfing more than ever. Oh, <laughs> dude, me too. And it has been so crowded. Yeah, I've, I've been noticing that. Yeah, I, I yeah. pretty much won't go out past, like, 4 p.m. now because it just gets insane. It's everyone surfing. Everyone wants to go out. This is what I mean. This is nothing good for you, Kevin. Like, COVID-19 has ruined your life. It's so awesome. Well, it's ruined my life significantly less than I'm sure it's ruining a bunch of other people's lives. So I'm blessed. You know, I'm, I'm in a good place. Um, Kat, do you want to do the shout-outs for our side this week? Because I'm feeling, I'm feeling lazy. <laughs> to get more information about us, you can visit us at hawaiimagazine.com. Follow us on all of the social media platforms at Hawaii Magazine. Um, we are doing a new shopping series called Shop with Aloha. Um, we're, we are featuring um, small businesses that, that are vendors at Farmer's Market. So we're doing, uh, we just did one on Big Island Coffee Roasters today. And also we just today launched a new video cooking series called Hawaii in the Kitchen. So our first video is with Chef Keone Chang of Foodland Supermarkets and he's making local style potato salad. The best part of these videos is that you get to see the inside of chef's homes. I don't know why, I'm just very yelling like that. Um, but anyway, yeah, so you can find all that on uh, hawaiimagazine.com. Anyway, thanks Megan. Thank you so Thank much, you Megan. Guys. I'm so sorry for all of the technical difficulties, but um, we made it. We've gone through this episode. It was wonderful talking. My mom did not call, although I did just get a pop-up. This meeting will end in nine minutes. Um, so, uh, so we should end it before that happens. But thank you all so much for listening once again to the Have Aloha Will Travel podcast. We will come out every Monday no matter what. Not ne every Monday. Every other Monday. Every I other Monday. That. We will hit our dates no matter what. Next time I'll be recording in my car or something. <laughs> Who even knows? Uh, but thank you all so much. Have aloha. Don't travel for now, but travel in a little bit. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.